This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you'll pick me up tonight at 7.45? Oh, well, no, I got a few things to, to take care of first, but what, why don't we make it quarter to eight? <laughs> Stop it. Okay, 7.45. Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and what's your spending kryptonite? For me, it's the shiny aisle of AutoZone. To help you identify yours and figure out how to manage it, today we welcome from the Frugal Friends podcast, Jen Smith. Plus, a man whose only kryptonite would be to attempt human emotion, OG. And the guy who was around when they first harvested kryptonite from LenPenzo.com, it's son of Jor-El. <laughs> There's no cape, but there is a nice long beard. It's just Len Penzo. But that's not all. Midway through this show, we'll hit pause for a moment so our contributors can battle again over my amazing trivia. And now, a guy who's the Superman here to save your savings, it's Joe Saul Sihai. Hey there, buddy. It's Friday. You made it. Welcome to the Stacky Benjamin Show. I am Joe Saul Sihai, Average Joe Money on Twitter. And Doug, nice flex there with all those S's. You got in like a ton of S's. It's hard. In the it's last. It's hard to say all of the alliteration. An amazing ninja. Save your savings with Saul Sihai. We got the amazing Doug announcer guy. And we didn't have to pay any extra for that today. Although we'll hear about it for a while. Just how awesome yeah. it was. Speaking of awesome, across the card table from me, Mr. OG's here. How are you, man? Awesome, like always. Tuh. And deep under Los Angeles, Mr. Len Penzo is here. I noticed uh, we're doing this recording at 5.30 in the morning, your time, and you already have an alcoholic beverage, Len? Well, yeah, I'm getting ready for Halloween a couple days away here. So uh, I'm, I'm very excited for that. I've got the candy here just outside the bunker door. And that reminds me, that I have a, a little question for you guys. What oh. did Dracula say when he saw the witch and the warlock uh, starting to kiss? What did Dracula say when he saw the witch and the warlock starting to kiss? I don't know. He said, get a broom. 
<laughs> Thanks for that. I had to have somebody applauding that. Somebody. I, you know, I was going to make a I was going to make a skeleton joke, but I figured you wouldn't find that humorous either. So. Oh, oh my god. Man. <laughs> I actually have to applaud him on that. The first one sucked like you read about, but that follow-up, that was talent. All right, I saved it then, Doug. Len, you know why demons and and ghouls are buddies? Because demons are a ghoul's best friend. (laughs) Wait a minute, why did the ghost cross the road? Because it was a poultry geist. We, there's got to be more to the show, Joe. Can we move on? There's got to be more. The three, oh, do we have to move on? No, we're welcome to Dad Jokes Are Us. It's Len Penzo, Joe Salci. Hi. Can I go back and oh, forth? That yes. wasn't the joke. <laughs> Wondering why she's here, ready to hang up on us, I'm sure, from the uh, coast of Florida, the recently battered coast of Florida. Jen Smith from Frugal Friends is here. How are you? I'm doing good. Those dad jokes were so corny for Halloween. It's eerie. <laughs> Oh, it's eerie. Nice job. Uh, Jen, Jen, by the way, how is your community? Because you were very close to the nastiness. Yeah, we were so close. We were actually really, really fine, like given everything. A lot of debris. We're out of power for just a day. With Hurricane Irma, we were out of power for seven days. So we made it out really good. And seeing pictures of just literally an hour south of us. Yeah, yeah. It wakes you up because that was supposed to be us. Yeah. For a week, they were saying that would be us. So we're just really thankful and trying to support our neighbors to the south in any way we can. It's really sad, but we're we're super thankful at the same time. Jen, uh, does anybody not know about Frugal Friends Podcast? For anybody that doesn't know, tell everybody what you do because we're talking today about your big topic. Yeah. Frugal Friends podcast is a podcast about how to spend money well. So we are... OG's got that down. Right? We go to OG for a lot of our topic ideas. So if you love this show, you'll probably like Frugal Friends too. It's a a lot of OG. We take a lot of inspiration over there. Just a lot of salt. Basically, here's another (laughs) example of what not to do, folks. Listen to this clip. Hey, you know, it's, you know, it's funny, Jen, we were sitting around wondering what we were going to talk about with you here today and we're going back and forth and all of a sudden Doug says this, this episode sponsored by state farm, you small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget Well, look no further than state farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers, they're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Well, if you're new to Stacking Benjamins, you may not know that I've tried out a lot of personal finance apps. I like to be a guinea pig and try out all these things so I know what I'm talking about when it comes to uh, what's helpful and what isn't helpful. And uh, the app that I've used the longest has been Monarch Money. And it's because Cheryl and I, my spouse, were able to collaborate together 
We can work on our goals together and our budget and our goals are right next to each other on the app. It is clearly the next generation of personal finance apps. So what is it? Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, because you're a stacker, you'll get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. I love the fact that we get to collaborate. I love the fact that it's customizable. And I also love that it's this ad-free privacy you can trust. They never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch myself, I totally get why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, because you're a stacker, you're going to get an extended 30-day free trial to try it out like I try out many different apps. And this one was sticky for me because... Well, you'll see when you try out the 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash Benjamins for your extended 30-day free trial. Isn't that weird, Jen, how Doug sounds suspiciously like me and it sounds like marketing messages? I love how seamlessly that all just flowed. Uh, just that was inspiring. A, just as amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to talk about what's your kryptonite? What is the thing that, man, maybe it was one of those ads you just heard. What is the thing that when you see it, you go, take my wallet. Just please take my wallet. We're going to talk about that today and how to solve that problem because we got Jen Smith, the expert here from Fugal Friends. We got OG, we got Len, we got Doug. So let's get the party started. Normally at this juncture, we introduce a piece that we're kind of riffing off of. No piece today. We just knew that with Jen here, as we were chatting, Jen, we were talking about how hard it is sometimes to be frugal. I mean, even even a frugal friend, I would think you and Jill, Jen, both have something that's your kryptonite, something that you're like, oh, I just can't stop spending money on that thing. What is that for Mm -hmm. you? For me, and listeners of the show will know this, it's takeout. I hate doing dishes. I also love efficiency. So to be able to pick up food on my way home, avoid dishes, avoid the time it takes to cook. I also hate cooking. I will spend money on takeout. It doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to save me from dishes and cooking. Those are my priorities. Oh, gee, what about for you? What's your kryptonite, man? Or is it just a little everything based on the last 10 years you and I have talked? I was going to say, it's like that. Uh, there's that country song that says, um, people say I've got a drinking problem. Oh, but great song. Uh, Midland. I ain't got no problem drinking at all. Uh, that's, that's, that, you could <laughs> change that to spending. I people, a drinking problem. people say I've got a spending problem, but I, I ain't got no problem spending at all i i also saw an instagram thing uh you know they have those videos with a copy talking over it and it says it's got a guy you know he's got a nice boat or whatever it says people see me buying expensive and they think i'm rich i'm not rich i'm irresponsible (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh i agree with the going out to eat thing kind of door dashy that sort of stuff take out whatever you want to call it uh but i don't feel bad about that because i don't I don't work in an office. So, you know, that whole go out for lunch, you know, every day with the office people, I don't do that. So having twice a week Chick-fil-A doesn't really bother me. I'd say probably the thing that I'm the weakest at is buying wine. Ooh. I got into this. What's that? Really? Oh, like in terms of like just obnoxious spending. Oh God. Yes. 
Yeah, wine. Yeah, some of the wines you've bought, phenomenal wines. So, like, if you try to find these fancy, like, cult cabs or something, and you can't get them, they're bajillions of dollars, but you sign up for the newsletter, and then eventually they call you and they say, hey, yeah, uh, yeah. You've been on the newsletter a long time. You can join the cult now. Yeah, you can come in. So uh, I was successful this last go around. I didn't do it. But yeah, I, I would say the the thing that automatically the plastic comes out for is... Uh, Good wine. Is wine for sure. 100%. I never say no to that. Mr. Penzo, I brought wine over to your house and I ended up drinking the bottle myself. So I know wine's not <laughs> your... <laughs> wine is not your thing. Which, by the way, oh, you always knew it, Joe. Joe knew that. He knew that. He just wanted an excuse to drink the whole bottle. I, t- I totally did. I'm like, oh, what Thank could God I bring? Thank God for Uber, Ooh. right? Yeah, this will look great. <laughs> They'll think I'm cool, and I get to drink it all myself. Yes, Len, what's your kryptonite? Well, maybe you know, but it's my hobby. It's my my train, my little end scale train. And I, I know the listeners can't see this, but. I know you can. I'm, I'm, see this? See these right here? These little cars, for example, that would fit on the head of a quarter. These here's two I'm showing you right now. They cost me forty bucks just for that. You know, I can't help it, folks. That's just my hobby, and it's something I like to do. Well, and, and Len, just so everybody knows, you've got a bedroom that you're building a model train in. So if two tiny cars cost forty bucks. Like you can start extrapolating yes. the math if you're yes, filling you this entire room with a train set. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's expensive. And to be fair to me, this is I started accruing this stuff many, many, many over over a long period of time, but it's been consistently constant <laughs> of me buying things. So yes, it's that is my indult my self indulgence. In well, and here's the next question because I think about often with these kryptonite issues. When I was younger, now I feel like I can go buy, you know, mine clearly is board games, right? Like I'll just go won't even think about it. Just buy another board game. Seventy, seventy five bucks on a board game at a time. And by the way, I've got eight of them that I haven't played yet. Like, why do I need the next one? Because it looks cool. It's shiny. It's awesome. Today, that's not that big a worry. But there was a time when I would buy this stuff and it was keeping me from my goals. I was drowning myself in more debt while I'm buying crap that I don't need. Len, was there ever a time when your kryptonite was truly costing you some financial independence? Well, that's a tough one. You know, back in my rock band days, I could afford it, but I really misallocated all the funds because I was spending it all on music equipment. I had these speakers that I had bought for my guitar, this double stack that could have played. I could have played uh, Madison Square Garden or probably uh, (laughs) Dodger Stadium when I was indeed all I needed was something much smaller because for the 100 capacity bars that I was playing in. So I I did. I spent a lot of money on music equipment, guitars, uh, and Yes, it got very expensive, but I could afford it. But like I said, I mis- I was misallocating those funds. I should have been putting a lot more of those funds into investing. Sounds a lot like the way I buy golf equipment. Is it, Doug? It's totally misallocated. Like I just keep pouring money into my golf game and I just like Len's music career, I'm not seeing the results. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm it's funny when I was a when I was a DJ in high school and college, my dad who backed our company, we had to write a business plan and borrow money from him and had an 8% interest rate by the way nice. we had to borrow money from with interest wow he, uh, yeah but you know <laughs> it was a, a shylock <laughs> it was a good lesson my, my dad kept saying to me 
he kept saying, if you quit buying so much music and speakers and stuff, Len, and I'm like, no, 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 we need this one light. We need this one thing. We need this next. He's like, you could have paid off this loan a long time ago if you just would stop buying this stuff. But I was purely convinced, I'm sure like you were, Len, that this was the next level. This was exactly what we needed. OG, uh, how early do you think you could have retired if you uh, weren't spending money left and right uh, in your early years? Don't they say that if you do what you love, you're never working a day in your life? Anymore. So technically, <laughs> keep, I'm already retired. Yourself. <laughs> yes, I just keep saying that. I'm, I'm already retired. No, the wine thing is new. I, I was thinking about some other ones. Uh, travel is another one. Like I don't, I, I only travel in the front of the airplane if I don't fly myself. Yeah, that's probably been a bigger expense than wine, honestly. First class airline tickets. You think? Yeah. You know what? But that's like a drug. Lot. But not by a lot. Um, that. Uh oh. I, I just. I just. I got a trigger alert. Trigger alert from Len. What is it? No. I, I mean, that's like a drug. If you do that, I. I started the honeybee. We got her. I got her a first class ticket. We were going to Hawaii, and ever since yeah. then, it's she's got to fly first class. Which is, yeah, first class or no class. Yeah, which is why we don't fly much at all. Because <laughs> yeah. we have no class. Yeah. I remember Ramit Sadie has a rule that if the flight's over three hours, he goes first class. It's yeah. over three hours. If it's under three hours, he's good. Has that has that cost you? No. No. I mean, you wouldn't have played it differently. You wouldn't have played it differently. No. Friendship, social acceptance, <laughs> doesn't cost you any of those things. <laughs> Mental stability, <laughs> you know, relationships. Um no, no, I, I'm I'm very content. I, I think the big mistakes that we've made money-wise were around our housing and automobile purchases early in our lives. I bought a brand new car when I got hired at American Express. Now, truthfully, I needed a new car because my one for real just died. It stopped working completely. Did I need a brand new one? No. When we bought our first house in Michigan which of course we needed a four bedroom colonial because we were newlyweds with no plans of kids because God's not making any more land. You better buy it while you can, uh, you know, with, you know, interest only gigantic interest rate, all that sort of stuff. So is that the house we should have bought? Of course it wasn't. And that, that I think caused way more stress. Oh, and then we bought a BMW right after that. Cause you can't park a Pontiac in a brand new garage. That looks stupid. You See, know. there's some kryptonite. That's the kryptonite I was after. It finally, yeah. t- we, we finally got there. That was the 10-year mistake, not the wine or flying first class or any of that stuff. Yeah. Jen, how about for you? Uh, what does uh, your kryptonite cost you? I mean, not a lot. I think it cost me in maybe progress early on because I thought in order to manage my money, I was going to have to give up things like that things that I really liked or really made my life easier. But I think like to what OG said, it's those bigger expenses that we don't think about that we're kind of encouraged to spend money on. Those are the things that make the bigger 10-year impact than these smaller things that improve your quality of life. Like As long as you have justified and valued those things and have compared them to your income because <laughs> yeah. you can't value everything if your income isn't limitless. It's not the latte factor. But that's not the definition of kryptonite. I mean, kryptonite yeah. is really the thing that will kill you. I think that the, the new car purchase and the house purchase are things that could have been serious kryptonite for OG, yeah. right? Maybe it's the type of takeout I'm getting. That will literally kill me. 
So <laughs> that's probably where I was going with that. It's probably where I'll take this How much meat is truly now. in the Taco Bell meat is the question. I don't want to know. What kind don't of meat is me. it? It's so delicious. Thankfully, I get beans in my burrito. A meat-like substitute. Yeah. Yeah. I try and, try and stay away from the Taco Bell meat. That's it. I think you're contractually obligated to use air quotes when you say meat and Taco oh, Bell so- in the same sentence. Okay. Did it? Is there? Is there it's a Taco Bell meat? <laughs> meat. See the disclaimer below or at the end of the podcast. <laughs> is there a kryptonite you can't understand? And I'm thinking about a conversation that uh, Doug, you and OG and I had earlier today, where I get the feeling Doug cannot understand the kryptonite that is uh, taking a family to Disney. Like, just you can you can tell by the conversation we were having with Doug this morning, yeah. he did yeah. not get it. Like, just it's just beyond me. Yes. Is there a kryptonite you guys can't understand? Gen one that you're like, what, what, what? Okay. So at first, my first idea was big houses because that's just so much to clean. I hate cleaning. Like, so. No dishes, no cleaning. If you don't use stuff, things start breaking. It's just so much. But then I was like, you know what? Also, like tech stuff. Like, I think after so many years in podcasting and people talk about their setups. And mine is arguably lacking. I hear how many thousands of dollars people pour into their online business technology. And it took me losing like 10 episodes of audio from Frugal Friends for me to finally be convinced I need a new computer. Is that why she sounds like she's talking into a soup can right now? That's right. You can, for people not watching us on video, she's got a Campbell's can and a string. Yeah, so I did upgrade my computer. I haven't upgraded. This is actually Jill's mic. I'm at Jill's house. So, but yeah, technology like you can do so much with so little nowadays that so many people just think technology is going to save them, like save bad quality. This is a conversation you and I were having because I feel like that technology thing when you're in a band, or you're a DJ, you know, you're like, ooh, the latest, if I get the latest thing, man, it'll be, this will be the, big break that I need. But what's one that you don't understand? Well, some people might think this is not a kryptonite, I guess, but I'm going to go with my, use my poor daughter as an example here. She is, there's this band called BTS. Are you guys familiar with this? It's a Korean boy band. It's like, they're my favorite. And she's, I swear to God, they have their own store like down here in uh, where I live, not far from, I think it's in Buena Park. And it, it's a store of just the band stuff. She goes there and she spends a lot of money on this stuff, just trading cards and and mugs with pictures of the boys on them. And she'll buy multiple. And these guys are great because they're they're great. They're marketing geniuses. She has bought multiple albums because they put trading cards in the albums themselves. So even she'll get ten versions of the same album, just hopefully that she can get the trading cards. And I, I she's spending a crap load of money on that kind of stuff. I just don't understand it. I can't wrap my head around how much money she has spent on this. Boy, but isn't your daughter like forty <laughs> two? You would think, huh? It got, no, I, you know what? She aged out of the whole boy band thing a little bit. <laughs> and let me just say, aside from that, she's very good with money. She's 23, actually, Doug. But she's very good with money otherwise. But that, that's her thats her thing. That's her, you know, I mine's choo-choo train toys and hers is BTS. So I don't understand Yeah, I totally, 
I don't get the BTS addiction, but for people listening to this show, if you want to go to stackybedjamins.com slash shirts, you should <laughs> probably pick up some swag at our store. That's very much more important. We would get that, Len. I mean, that's a duh. That's an easy one. And Joe's put a trading card inside of each shirt, so you should get 10. You could collect all the, the same shirt. You could get 10 Dugs. Wouldn't that be cool? Yes. Yes. Yeah. If Let's we had like it. our frequent guests, we had the Jen Smith card that's like the rare card. That would be mm-hmm. that'd be incredible. It's a hologram. Well, coming up next, now that we've <laughs> we've talked about our kryptonite, kryptonite we don't understand. Second half of the show, we're going to talk about how to solve this kryptonite problem. How do you lock down your spending if you have to, or if it? You know, we talked a little bit already. When does it matter? When does it not matter to lock that down? But before we get to that, we're going to hit pause for a second because we have a competition between our contributors that is rounding third base and coming into home plate and it is getting very close uh jen you're playing on behalf of paulette today and ever since paulette took over for paula pant she has narrowed the score so the good news is you're going to guess last because the bad news is you're still in last place but coming on strong mm-hmm. you've got 10 and a half points len's got 13 was only Half a point away from OG till OG got a big score this last week. Who's now pulled up a point and a half away. He's at 14 and a half. So four points between first and third with six weeks to go, which means Jen, no pressure, but you really got to get this one. <laughs> I feel very comfortable in last place. So <laughs> well, perfect. Uh, no promises, but I'll do my best. The bottom line is we don't want OG to win. He's going to ruin the, this game's going to be over with weeks to go in the season. Game was over He's gonna... in March. <laughs> okay. I don't understand your sports references, but I'll try. Listen to the smack talk from OG too. All right, Doug, they're uh, OG starting to growl. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's hear today's question. Hey there stackers. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Okay. I'll tell you my spending kryptonite. It's not the Girl Scout cookie sale. I only spend about $250 a year there, which should get me like three boxes. And no, it's not Black Friday. Got my budget and my bear mace ready to go for all the crowds. It's AutoZone. I think I'm running in for some oil. And the next thing I know, I got a bedazzled car bra for the El Camino, not to mention a shag steering wheel cover and a Minions windshield shade. Speaking of shopping, today was the first day of Macy's and when they opened their doors in 1858. My question is, in 1850s money, how much did they rake in on that very first day? I'll be back right after I go unpack my Nicolas Cage stick shift cover. Oh, man, the Nicolas Cage stick shift cover. Going to look good out there, Doogie. Going to look fantastic. There's no innuendo there. Uh, (laughs) Oh, gee, it went right over my head. And now I can't unhear that. All right. <laughs> oh, gee, you're guessing first Macy's first day of operation. How much 1850s money did they bring in? How much did they bring in? Okay, so 1850 was 150-172 years ago. That's a long time. That's a long time ago. That is a major long time ago. Um <laughs> So let me think about this. Um, This just in. That's a long time ago. (laughs) Film at 11. He's counting on his fingers right now. I am. (laughs) It's 
good podcasting right now, isn't it? Yeah, that's great. That yeah. makes for well, great I radio. I don't want to say it out loud because I don't want you guys to be thinking about how I'm thinking about it. No worries. Sorry, I have to start over because you guys interrupted me. <laughs> oh my God, he's starting the math formula all over again. Is there a buzzer like, like eh, time's up and you, you, you give no quite, you have no answer. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say that they brought in $7,777. $7,777. More asses there, Doug. He's after your game. It's fun to say. Mr. Penzo, what do you think with that number? In 19, $1,850. $1,850. Remember, this is retail behemoth Macy's we're talking about. Yeah. Um, let me see. So if I, 1850, you said 7777. So I'll just say eight. Uh, hold on here. I'm too, uh, I did it in my head. He's got to bust out an HP. We don't give him any crap. <laughs> he's got a crazy supercomputer he's working on right I'm now. I'm just trying to think in how many ounces of gold that was. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So that was, that was only seven, about $8,000 $8, is only 200 ounces of gold. Would that be a day's worth of, that seems a little, I don't know how big Macy's is. I, you know what? I don't know. Gosh, this sucks. I, I'm going to say it, it sucks being in the middle. Not always. Oh. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> we can't take Doug anywhere. Think about that for a second, Doug. Those are the things you're supposed to think, not say. I don't know. Inside voice. Inside voice. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say... Oh. You got to play the game, too. So you got you to think where she's going to go. I know. That's the, the guy in the middle has the hardest job, in my opinion. The guy in the middle has the hardest job. Because I can't just go $1 under you or over you because I could be completely sandwiched, which I know Doug would enjoy. Um, <laughs> You're just killing me, man. If you can snuggle up next to Len, know. any opportunity he gets, just... I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, I'm going to go low, which I think is a mistake, but I'm going to go low. I'm going to say $6,000. $6,000. So you got 7777 and 6000 Jen Smith. I would just like to state last time I was on, the question was how much did Amazon make in its first day? Oh. And so <laughs> I'd like oh. us to to investigate the variety of these trivia questions because I got that one wrong. We save our shopping questions for Jen. Yeah. Whenever we talk about being frugal. I should get better at this, but I haven't. Um, okay, so I did too low last time. Let's... But seven thousand so much in the eighteen hundreds. Big store. You know, with inflation since uh, Disney's opening, a ticket from the first day should only cost like forty five dollars today. No, Jen, I'm going to collude with you right now. We 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 cannot let OG win this. He, he's going to okay. run away with this if he wins. So just go over him by a buck and just totally limit his chance of winning. Deal. I don't care if you win, but. We can't have or, OG win. Hear me out. Go one under <laughs> Len, and then you get all the downside, and then and then you know you limit Len. You know, and what? you're giving OG everything above. You got it. You got to go the lobby. A lot I don't of money have to come back here next week. <laughs> this is what we've devolved to. So I can. 
<laughs> I'm I mean, I'm here to play the Game of Thrones. I'll go seven thousand seven hundred and seventy-nine. Seventy. She we'll gives him. Over. She went two dollars. I'm gonna over. give you if you are that close. If you are so close that you're right, I'm gonna give that to you because you deserve well, I got it. The under two. I got. I got halfway between Len and Len and me. So I've got that space. Yeah, I too. should have colluded a little. I should have colluded earlier, and we could have just totally sandwiched him, Jen, by with one up, no one money down on either yeah. side. Yeah. We should have been thinking. The gloves are off next week if if he wins. <laughs> we got a game. We go. We have a game. Yeah, I'm not here to be right. I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> well, let's see if you're going to make friends or not, Jen. But not right now. <laughs> we'll be right back. Well, you know what I think about Navy Federal. I think about the veterans that have done so much for our country, and I also think about some of our active service members. Want to say a special shout out to. Uh, my nephews, Colin and Nathan, who are both in the Navy. Colin is stationed outside Seattle, Washington on a submarine. And my nephew, Nathan, is in South Africa as an air traffic controller. And in Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants you also to celebrate members, many of whom go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. It's all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their family are eligible for Navy Federal membership. They offer 24-7 help from their U.S.-based member service. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate to see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, equalizing lender. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Well, don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment's the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. OG, you kicked this off at 77.77. The uh, competitors are getting a little mean, I think, yeah. it sounds like. I'm not feeling too good. I was pressured under uh, unreasonable circumstances to do math, and I think I forked it up, but we'll see. Len, you feeling good at 6000 bucks? You know what? I think it's close because I see Doug doing, looks like he's doing some calculating right now. So, you know, he's. I think it's going to be close. And Jen, seven 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 nine. maybe he's trying to calculate... What the middle of seven 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 nine would be? <laughs> He's doing the complex math. Well, I feel real confident about my answer. You know, I did the math in my head about how I want my time to be on the show, and that's how I calculated the answer. She's gonna sleep all at night, is what she's saying. Well, Doug, you've got the answer. Who's taking home this victory? Thought you'd never ask, Joe. Hey there, stackers. I'm Car Club Schlub, an auto insta sinfluencer. 
Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. According to CBS News, on October 28, 1858, Roland Hussey Macy opened the small dry goods store in New York City at the corner of 6th Avenue and 14th Street and hired Kendall Jenner to model the dried beans. Over time, of course, his success grew. But what were his sales that very first day? Well, they came in at a whopping $11.06, which means Len is our winner! Waiting for me to say eleven thousand, weren't you? <laughs> uh, that was only like five thousand nine hundred ninety-eight dollars off. <laughs> when you when you hey, can, they all look like line. It looks like a line drive in the box score. That's all I got to say. Yep. I guess I wasn't thinking. I was thinking Macy's as of today, and not like opened a small hardware store. Yeah, basically, some dude just opened a corner shop and was like, "Who wants to buy pickle juice or whatever the hell they were selling back in eighteen fifty, whatever?" So, oh well. Yeah, we went up to Bentonville and saw the initial, it's a museum now, the initial Walmart and just this little tiny five and dime versus obviously the huge stores they have today. Uh, maybe the same thing. And that Kendall Jenner thing may or may not be true. Not sure, Doug, if that's if that's actually adequate. Is that according to the Wikipedia? I've seen her ad for beans. It's really good. It's really tasteful. Modeling all the beads. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the score now? That means... Len pulls back into half a point, only half a point away. You're at 14 and a half. Len's at 14 and Paulette slash Jen is at 10 and a half. Six weeks to go or five, five weeks to go? Five weeks to go. Okay. Got to run the table now. Paulette's got to run the table. We'll save that for next week. Let's get to the second half of the show. Second half of the show is brought to you by Magnify Money. OG, what happens when you go to stackybenjamins.com slash magnify money? 11 years. <laughs> 11 years. <laughs> You've sat here. But he doesn't listen when you speak. One of us pays attention, magnify money. Well, I know why I go there. I'm trying to think of something witty and corny like Doug says, and I, I just, I don't have it. I don't, I just hey, look. couldn't do it. Let the professionals do what we do best, and you just stay in your lane. That's what I'm trying. It's because those brick-and-mortar bank products like savings accounts, checking accounts, CDs, not nearly best in class. There's plenty more if you look at online banking. Over 92% of all the online banks rated head-to-head at Magnify Money. Go to stackingbenjamins.com slash magnify money and uh, reevaluate your savings. You can evaluate, ditch, switch, and save. All right, time for the second half of our discussion. We're talking, if you if you tuned in halfway through the podcast, why you do that, I have no idea. But we've been talking about kryptonite. What is your kryptonite when it comes to your spending? Let's talk about how you keep it at bay. And uh, I'm going to go to the expert in this area, Jen Last. I want to hear, OG, with the wine thing, with the expensive uh, upgrades. How do you keep that in check? Well, uh, I really don't. That's the downside. That's why it's, that's why it's so bad for me. <laughs> I was successful this last go around in that um, I deleted the email, but they're smart. The marketing departments are smart. They sent me another one right after it and said, Hey, just so you know, this offer expires on Friday. If you, uh, if you want to get in on this very special 2019 Cabernet that needs to sit in your wine locker for 
12 years before you drink it. I, I think uh, literally for me, I have to forget about stuff. Like it has to be out of sight and out of mind. Because if I set a reminder or if I'm scrolling on, on my phone after dinner or something like that, it'll pop up again because those folks at Instagram are really smart and the you know, and, and, and all the advertising people are very intelligent. They know how to target you. So I have to, I have to just get it away. That's the biggest thing. Delete out it. Out of sight, out of mind. Yes. Len, how about you with the train addiction? How do you slow play your, your $40 at a time? You, there's one of two ways. The first way is you get a spouse who will snap your head off if you start going overboard when they when the bills start coming in. So um, go get if, a spouse is your advice. Go get a spouse. That, that's what well, that's what such a blessing. <laughs> which get married. Which has its so own good. bit of a whole other kettle of fish. Or this is not sexy, but budget. Set a limit, set a monthly limit and and track to it and say this is how much I'm allocating to myself every month. I, I enjoy it. I'm going to spend money on it, but I'm going to limit myself to a certain amount of money. Now, you, you know, you have to rely on that and you have to, but I mean, that's a simple way to control your spending. That's what I do, Len, with the board games. I give myself a monthly drip number that drips over into my board game budget. And when it reaches a number that I can buy one, and so then I'm not, I'm not, you know, going in buying them all the time. And you know, what's funny that dopamine hit is better than the fact that I got to wait for it a few weeks. Like, man, by the time that that thing rolls up and I get to the game, I know exactly which one I want. I've researched it and man, do I feel great about that purchase where I remember, you know, coming out back in the day with three or four games all at once that I know I'm not going to play anytime soon. And this just shame what's that what's that comedian who talks about i don't i don't eat i don't stop eating when i'm full i stop eating when i when i feel ashamed of myself like that that's the way i felt with board games and now that dopamine hit is so much better so so much better jen jen how do you control the kryptonite well there there are two things one is specific for eating out and then the other one's just in general the first is I know why I eat out. I eat out because I don't like dishes and I don't like cooking. So I make sure the food that I keep at home, the meal plan that I keep is easy so that I don't feel like I'm cooking and is like one pot so I don't have to do a lot of dishes. So I just make sure I'm realistic about my meals. So that's specific for mine. Otherwise, in general, like I just say no to other things. I say no to things I care less about. Because if you're realistic with yourself, I mean, maybe for everyone but OG, there's really only like 10 things that you could really care about that you would spend endless amounts of money on. It's not everything that you care about. So if you make a list and then prioritize, say like, this is the thing I care most about, then it's this, and then it's this. And once your discretionary spending is up on the things you care about most, or you know your budget, and you say, okay, I have enough money to spend on these three or four things, and so the other six I don't get to spend on, or I have enough that I can spend on all 10 now, you know, everything else just gets said no to. Once you know what you don't care about, you can say yes without guilt to the things you do care about. So that's kind of where I'm at with my spending. I love that idea, Len. Worry less about the train set and much more about curtailing stuff that you don't care as much about. Then you, you know, then you're spending money on the thing you're really happy with. 
I think that's a great idea too. I'm not going to knock that. I mean, um, if you've yeah. got a lot of things like that, you know, absolutely. Well, that's a great idea. Yeah, spend less on on other things. And you at lempenzo.com talk about a lot of those things. Like people needlessly overspend on a bunch of stuff that you've done. I mean, your your taste tests are legendary. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, sure. I mean, there's lots of places you can cut. If you're talking about taste tests, I mean, like I said, it's just uh, buy cheaper items, buy store brand items versus versus national brand items, for example. You can cut back there and allocate that extra savings to the things you really do enjoy. Um, so, and just as an aside, let me tell you, we just went to Costco the other day, and we spent eight hundred fifty bucks at Costco, if you can believe that. In what? one trip, yeah. Can you believe if you that? Can believe that? No, that no, it's like true. A Tuesday. Would you buy a kayak? We bought eight, eight, eight hundred and fifty dollars. Bought a pallet of ketchup. <laughs> Unimpressed. What did you buy? Now everybody's asking. What didn't he buy? We well, we bought we bought meat. We bought um, really just things for the house. I mean, it just it was in bulk stuff. Oh, but and a I mean, timeshare. We also bought a time. I forgot. Yeah, timeshare. <laughs> no, we bought. It was just basic things. That might have been it. New window treatments. Basically, I hit all those things on the way out of Costco. On the way out, the I air stopped at each one. I got blinds. I got window treatments, a new water softener, and an HVAC system. We only got one package of the, the the TP, the toilet paper. We got one package of the paper towels. We got one, you know, the, some food and. The meat, that, that was it. I, I couldn't believe it. 800 Seriously, bucks. there's not a television in there? There's no TV in there? <laughs> no, there is not. I swear to God, there's, it was just food. Did your daughter slip some BTS memorabilia in yeah, there? Yeah, right. No. A couple more CDs? 20 of the no. albums. Yeah. Amazing. Let's uh, dive into tools that you guys like, uh, either that you use yourself or that you recommend. Uh, as an example for that drip program for me, I, I use Cube Money. And my board game budget is is all on cube money. So it's the envelope system for today. And money just moves from cube to cube. When that cube has enough money in it, then I'm ready to go. And I really like that for controlling that one. Jen, what's a tech solution you really like? We are, I mean, partial to Google Sheets. We just keep a Google Sheet budget. I like having to manually enter things because it keeps you more connected to your spending. So this is especially important if you're trying to f- still figure out what do I value, what do I don't value, what are like just my habit purchases or my mindless purchases or emotional purchases. So when you're trying to s- figure all that out, manually inputting transactions is super important. So we love a Google Sheets budget. But I also I love personal capital because then when I'm checking back all my transactions, it's every bank account, every transaction, every credit card in one place. Because we have several credit cards for travel hacking. And so it's annoying to have five different cards, tabs you open. You like having the, yeah, the one dashboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I use personal capital quite frequently. OG, uh, tech that you like? Two things. I agree with the Google Sheets. We do a quarterly uh, net worth thing, but I type it all in manually. Not that there's not a tech solution for that, but I think the habit of going back in and logging into every account and all that other sort of stuff, I think just gives you an opportunity to have your eyes on it. The delete key works really well for me in terms of uh, tech solution. Pretending you didn't spend it. (laughs) <laughs> to not, uh, yeah, to, <laughs> no. I don't like that transaction. No, I'm talking about in terms of like uh, getting getting rid of the kryptonite by deleting it out of my inbox. Oh, um, yeah. 
I think just generically, I don't, I, you know, uh, obviously we use a lot of tech for our planning business, but as I think about this stuff, the, really for me, the biggest component of it is having the confidence knowing that all of our other financial goals are on track. Because I, I think when you get stressed around mo- spending money, it has to do with the fact that you don't know that you're okay elsewhere. If you're okay elsewhere, if you're like, hey, and I think Jen, you said it earlier in terms of the priorities, like when you know what your priorities are, then you can like focus on that and then whatever else happens in the other, you know, 20% of your life. So be it, that kind of 80-20 thing. Paula Pant always talks about the anti-budget, just to figure out how much money you need to save to be on track for your goals and then be okay with kind of being a little bit freer on the other side of it. And that's once we really adopted that and then also tracked it, we feel good about it. The downside, of course, is that in times like this where the market's down a whole bunch, you kind of scratch your head and go, eh, I probably should have saved a little bit more because this would be a great opportunity to dump a whole bunch more money in and invest it. But I still feel okay in terms of, you know, the monthly progress or quarterly Being progress on track. that we make. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Len, uh, the engineer in the house, what uh, tech do you use to stay on track? Well, these days, I've like I said, I've got the spouse. That's my technology for keeping me in track and, or my budget. But another alternative is cash. I mean, if you've got a budget, pull out that amount of your budget in cash and spend it on your kryptonite. And when the cash is gone, you know you've reached your limit. So, that I mean, that's a kind of a good way to f- force yourself to not overspend your budget. We talk about that a lot with uh, Black Friday coming up. Keeping that Black Friday budget just solid for people that uh, partake. In, Cash works really well for that, doesn't it? Yeah, it, but, but it, it's such a uh, tough day for some people I know. They just, I don't know, when I was a financial planner, I felt like there were so many families that would blow the budget on that one day. Just go, well, you know, we're trying to make it a happy holiday season for everybody. So I just went over by a few hundred bucks. And I'm like, you've per got- person. Yeah. Yeah, right. You've got $15,000 of credit card debt we're trying to get rid of. Oh, yeah, but it, you know. But it's Christmas. We'll get through. You know, for the kids. Can be ugly. Well, if you're on a, a cash budget, you can't mail cash to Amazon. So there you go. Oh, there it is too. Yeah. Yep. That, I think, puts a pin in it. I love ending this discussion with uh, spend on what you enjoy. Don't spend on the other things and make sure that your goals are in place and then it doesn't really matter. Let's chat about what's going on where you guys live. We'll have our guest of honor go last. OG, what are you got going on this coming weekend, my friend? Well, Halloween's on Monday, so that's uh, getting a little amped up for that. Uh, what are you dressing I up as? Right. What are you dressing up as? A financial planner. Oh, scary. Ooh, that's scary. scary. <laughs> hey, the market's down 20%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dressing up as your balance sheet. Oh my God. <laughs> Your returns this year. Uh, this weekend, I am in uh, the Pacific Northwest, actually. Oh, um, nice. Doing some stuff with the things and... and uh, With the people. With the people, yeah. Doing some in things with place. people. Beautiful time of year to be there, too. I don't know that to be true, but uh, maybe. But you'll tell us next week. Mr. Penzo, what's going on at lenpenzo.com? Something I don't think you're going to see at very many blogs, personal finance, credible personal finance blogs, I actually go into the pros and cons, including the pros of getting various cash advance options. We even look at some illegal cash advance options. (laughs) Again, yeah. So, uh, Is it worth the risk at lenpenzo.com? Seriously. (laughs) And and, I mean, nobody, you know, cash advance is bad. We all know that. That's like an absolute last resort. But 
sometimes if you're in a pickle, you got to have somewhere to go to know what the pros and cons are. So come on by to lenpenzo.com and see what uh, most people won't even bother tackling the discussions, this discussion. And that's it. I'm done. I'm going to go eat my Halloween candy. When are you going to have the, uh, the, it, it, it wouldn't be a taste test. It would be like a modeling thing <laughs> of, of, of Doug modeling his relatives clothing and seeing if it really is worth it. Well, that's fine. Doug's got to send me pictures. Send me pictures, Doug. Who's, what what's the hell happening? is he talking about? Get those, get those out on the internet. No, this is taking a turn. <laughs> I didn't see Joe put a beer can to his lips once this whole episode, and yet he's drunk. Jen Smith, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for making sure that uh, that the OG didn't win the trivia. Oh, I do. I do my best to sabotage where I can and where it's ethically appropriate. And on that note, when you're done reading Len's article, you can check out our episode on how to procure illegal cash advances. You might find that interesting. <laughs> illegal cash advances. Sorry, she said what? <laughs> she's gonna go. She's gonna go write it right now. Yeah, she's gonna, make she's sure. gonna record it <laughs> yes. tonight. Make sure. Well, what's going on at the Frugal Friends podcast? Uh, we have so many episodes coming out, two a week now. I know it's not three, but uh, who has time for that? We've got episodes on how to save money with better time management. Spoiler alerts, doing less, not more. And filtering your activities through your values, just like you would your spending. Uh, so we've got a lot, of, a lot of stuff like that coming up. I actually don't know what episode releases today, or I would tell you. But check it out. Deeper dives on the kind of yeah. stuff we talked about this episode right here at yeah. Frugal Friends, where finer podcasts are distributed. Yeah, but not finer technology. Not recorded no. on that. Don't have to have finer technology. Well, thanks, Jim, for joining us. It's so fun, as, as, as usual. Uh, Len, OG, nice job today. Doug, we're going to turn over to you now. What should we have learned today? Thanks, Joe. I'll see if I can save this podcast. First, what's your kryptonite? The first thing to do is be honest about your spending and then set up systems to make sure you don't go overboard. Second, it's only kryptonite if you show weakness. Don't run away from that purchase. It'll only trigger the beast's prey drive. Stay strong and keep buying those stacking Benjamins t-shirts. But the big lesson... Oh, come on, AutoZone. Pumpkin spice air freshener? Just take my wallet. Take my wallet. God. Thanks to Jen Smith for joining us today. You'll find the Frugal Friends podcast wherever you're listening to us right now. And just to be neighborly, we'll also include links in our show notes at stackingbenjamins.com. Thanks to Len Penzo for joining us today. You can find Len at lenpenzo.com slash go to 11 Thanks also to OG for joining us today. Looking for good financial planning help? Head to stackingbenjamins.com slash OG for his calendar. This show is the property of SB Podcasts, LLC, copyright 2022, and is written in part by Paulette Perhatch, who helps writers power their words, their work, and their earning potential with her Powerhouse Writers Coaching Program. Find out more at powerhousewriters.com. Thanks also to our team who made today possible. Karen Repine plotted out this episode for us and schedules our guests. Brooke Miller handles the show notes and creates our amazing newsletter, The 201. 
Tina Eichenberg makes the video version of this show, and both Autumn Sehi and Gertrude Smith are our social media mavens. Not only should you not take advice from these stale Pop-Tarts, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, speak with a real financial advisor. They're still here. Oh, gee, they're still here. What do we do? Well, I guess they want more. Navy Federal Credit Union is helping their members save when they purchase new homes. That's more. Isn't that more? They have loan options and resources to make sure you get a great deal. Well, that's certainly more. Now Navy Federal will contribute $1,000 as a lender credit toward closing cost on your new home. Bam. There it is. Members also save on their monthly payments. If there's no requirement for private mortgage insurance, that can be expensive. Clearly more. Plus, Navy Federal offers low rates and fees, so you could save even more. Navy Federal mortgage experts can help you choose the best option for you, making the home loan process a smooth experience. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. That's NavyFederal.org. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, qualifying members with purchase mortgage applications after 91622 may receive up to $1,000 towards actual closing costs applied at closing with no cash back and subject to loan program max- maximum. Say that quickly. Maximum contribution limits, term subject to change. Ask your loan officer for details. Now that is more. Now I'm sure you're ready to uh, call it a day. Welcome to the after show. This is the part of the show that doesn't exist. What happens in the after show stays in the after show. We talked a lot about buying things and things that we enjoy buying, but uh, there's got to be something that you look back on that you purchased that you probably didn't need. And I and Doug, you and I, as we were talking about this earlier, we haven't talked about this in a while. The last time we talked about this, you talked way, way, way long ago about buying an OG. You'll remember this. Remember when Doug talked about buying a bacon bowl? You don't remember no. that. Like no. a bowl made out so. of bacon or a bowl for bacon? Uh, the former, Jen. Uh, it has been a long time since we talked about this, which makes it even more impressive that it still retains the pinnacle of my poor buying decisions. It was one of those, in, not even an infomercial, one of those like 60 second ads where it was a picture like a large size um, muffin tray and you would lay the bacon in each of the cups and cook it so that when they cooked and crisped up, they would make a bowl. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, like you lay strips of bacon in there, and then so that it's not even up. pre-made for you. You have to make it. You have to make it. It's just the mold, it's a basically, holder. to make it's the a bacon, bacon holder. It's a holder, bacon holder, and then you cook it, and then you put whatever you're going to put in the bacon, like I don't know, normal stuff like ice cream or maybe Jello, just normal things you would put in a bacon bowl. Look but, at the uh, look on Jen's face. Like she's not buying any of this. She's like, "Oh, you got to make it yourself." <laughs> I'm out again. I'm out. Cooking. No. Dishes? No. Not Which for me. Which is why that remains one of my stupidest purchases. And I've bought way more expensive things that have gotten less use. But you get to eat the bowl, Jen. You get to eat the bowl. It is a sustainable option. If we're looking for the most sustainable option, I don't think that's it. But it is a more sustainable option. You still have to have a, like a plate or something under it because you just have this bed of grease underneath the bowl like you know what you yeah. couldn't set the bacon bowl right on the table because you would have a grease pit uh underneath it but doug how did it work uh not very well not very, i mean you it, yeah not very well because you ended up with holes in the bowl if you didn't have good coverage and the way you laid out the bacon strips and and or then it would just get like kind of nasty dry the ice cream just drips through you're yeah. supposed to coat the inside of it with peanut butter so nothing can leak out <laughs> yeah it's like a the engineers got it covered. Yeah. Would not recommend. By the way, Naper Gatsi, uh, the comedian, has uh, a dumb purchase he made. Uh, this is the trailer for the, his special that came out just last year. I got a reversible jacket at home, and I have two of them because I didn't know it was reversible. <laughs> Bought them at the same time. Tried them both on. Like the black one, thought, might as well get the blue one, too. Went and laid them up there, and I remember they go, are you sure? I go, yeah, I think I know what I'm doing here, right? <laughs> He knew exactly what he was doing. He's buying the black one and the blue one. Turns out it's reversible and he bought two. So uh, I feel like that that might make the list. Jen, you've never had a stupid purchase, I'm sure. No, I justify all my stupid decisions. So nothing's <laughs> <Same>. ever stupid. <laughs> oh, gee, that's your story as well. There's nothing that later yeah. on you're like, what was I thinking? I mean, like I already talked about earlier, the real answer is, you know, we bought too big of a house and we didn't need to buy a new car. Right. But, um, you know, yeah, I not bought, those. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't care. I just don't care that much. I just live and let be. That's my motto. I, I kind of like that though, because while the bacon bowl was stupid, it didn't change my life because yeah. I spent whatever, twenty nine ninety nine on it. You just move on. You can't dwell on that stuff. Yeah, I did buy an RV that we planned to flip for a profit, and that didn't go well. And so with the success from that, we bought a fixer-upper. We bought a house. We got an even bigger project. Double down. Yeah, we doubled down it's on like our mistake. like being at the blackjack table and losing twice. You're like... Yeah, that was, that was a flub. We didn't lose money, but for the amount of work we put into it, we didn't make enough to justify it. So I wish I hadn't done that. I had... My whole life ahead of me. I wasted so much of it <laughs> renovating that thing. Wow, that got dark in a hurry. <laughs> it <did. laughs> really did. Well, speaking of dark, this is how your married life goes. When Cheryl and I celebrated our 10th anniversary, we went to Paris. We celebrated our 15th wedding anniversary. We went to the Paris Hotel in Vegas. And then we celebrated our 20th anniversary. We went to Hot Springs, Arkansas, like two two hours from here, just slowly, you know, going down and down. Upgrading, and down. upgrading each one of those trips. 
there is a place in Hot Springs called the Ohio Club, which is one of these iconic bars where the gangsters, uh, uh, Al Capone used to hang out there. All these, uh, the baseball players that would come in because they do the baseball thing in Hot Springs every year. So you you would go there and have a drink. Well, the bartender had Cheryl's number and found out this drink that was, talk about kryptonite, was her drink. And she and I just get absolutely plowed then immediately walk next door into an art gallery, which is the dumbest thing to do when you're, when you're the only way I'd walk into an art gallery. (laughs) You bought the dogs playing (laughs) poker. Didn't you velvet Elvis? We bought velvet Elvis. No, we bought these. We got these things that look like these uh, little metal bricks and they've got this, these cool pictures on them. And Cheryl's like, that looks really neat. We should buy one. And they're just literally take a brick and put some art on it. And there you have it. And these things were uber expensive. And I said in my drunken haze, no, 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 no. We don't need one. We need nine. We got to get nine of these. And so the woman's like, are you sure that's going to come to X amount of money? I'm like, oh, just imagine it's going to make a perfect square. It's going to be just amazing. And Cheryl's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the lady's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you get nine. Even the art gallery didn't agree with you. Even the art gallery lady's like, are you sure? <laughs> We've never sold a single one of these, and now you That's want right. nine? Where's the camera? <laughs> you, you, you want to refinance your house, really, to buy these? Are you, are you kidding me? No, you know it was worse? So the next morning we wake up and we're like, oh my God, what did we do? What did we do? And uh, we take them home. And then we realize we don't have any, anywhere to hang them. We have nowhere to put by far the most expensive art in our house. You know where it hung? Over the toilet. It was over the toilet. The ah, only place you know at our house. I remember seeing these and thinking, mm. is that the one that like would fall off every so often? Yes. Because you <laughs> couldn't afford that. You couldn't afford the heavy duty Super glue. hangers? No, because they were so expensive, we disrespected them and risked breaking them all the time. Yeah. 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 yeah they would just fall off the wall. Very smart. Len, you can beat that. Come on. Finish this off, Len. Well, I've already told the house I bought, like, you know, oh, yeah, not 200 feet from the yes. r- from the railroad tracks for the busiest rail line between <laughs> uh, L.A. and New York for freight. I want a bacon freight bowl. trains coming. But for a train lover. Yeah, no, no, that is not. When trains are rolling by your house, you know, 10 times a day, 15 times a day, massive freights that rock rock the pictures off of your walls every no that's not not no train lover oh, likes that or bricks off your toilet or bricks off your toilet that's that's true <laughs> you know the only thing is uh, i bought a couch we, we we spent a nice leather couch set it was a seat and a chair and a and a long couch leather it was like ten thousand dollars and we said well hey we need to protect this couch because we have a dog and dog you know we let our dogs lay on the on the couches so we got to protect. We don't want the dog's nails to, to scratch our brand new leather couch. Um, and, and so we got to get something to protect the couch. Well, we found something in a catalog, this fancy cover. It was a microfiber Berber waterproof furniture protector for dogs. And it, it showed the picture of the dog on the couch, you know, and uh, it was $500 for the couch and the love seat. $500. So we said, hey, that's a great idea. Well, we buy the thing. And we go to put it on the couch and it has trouble staying on it. You're supposed to strap it to the, it's really, it was not very unwieldy. It was poorly designed. It did a terrible job. And then we got desperate and Maria said, well, you know, we have some brown blankets that we've had in the closet for forever. 
Let me see if those work. Well, those work perfect. Absolutely perfect. We couldn't send back the Berber microfiber couch protector for $500. So I wasted $500 on that stupid microfiber Berber protector. And if anybody wants it, let me know and I'll... uh, Berber Sell it does to a you great cheap. job in the garage, Len, collecting oil underneath your car. So you could, yeah, yeah. What a what Jesus a joke. So our ten thousand dollar couch ended up being ten thousand five hundred dollars. I have a feeling a bunch of the frugal friends audience would be like, I would have started with with the blankets. I know that's it's so stupid, so stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't even get a new couch because I have a toddler, and I'm I I'm, there's nothing. That would protect a couch from a toddler. No, and no. Yeah. Yeah. So at what point in your life are you ready for a $10,000 couch? Like when you have nothing else, nothing's holding you back. Doug's nothing's like there never. to destroy it. <laughs> Doug's looking at me like never. <laughs> Look at Doug. I haven't lived in a $10,000 house. <laughs> Doug... Doug's like, why buy a $10,000 couch when you can find them free by the road? That's right. Well, stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning because it is Military Appreciation Month that I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law, Eric, who is such a giving person. Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family and is always there when you need them. This Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans, and all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, There are so many resources on the Navy Federal website, resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.